What's up, Lemon Heads? Welcome back to another episode of From the Yellow Chair. I'm Emily. And I'm Crystal. And this week we're going to talk about knowing how to track your marketing. It's more than just a gut feeling. Yeah, let's run through why we should really be tracking, how we should track, or how we can track, I should say. And then how can we kind of pivot based off that information? So I'm kind of thirsty to learn a lot about this today. So let's sip some lemonade. Let's do it. All right, so what do we mean when we say tracking? It's one of the most important things to know about your marketing and how well it's performing. It's not just a gut feeling, but true and measurable tracking. Yeah, you know, a lot of times you'll say, so how does that work? Or like, what's your best performing And they'll say, oh, it's got to be X. Let's say direct mail for sake of argument. Oh, it's my direct mail. It's just, it kills it. And I'll, oh, well, let's get some tracking numbers turned on and, you know, check all those things out. And then I'm like, sir, no, that is absolutely not what is driving your lead count. Or they'll say like Facebook, you know, something ridiculous. Word of mouth, word of mouth, which again, let me, let me just preface this whole conversation. We're going to talk out of both sides of our mouth. Yes. All (laughs) the whole, the whole podcast. Because there is validity to word of mouth. Sure. There is validity to branding. There's validity sure. to lots of things. And I'll, I say this a lot. If marketing is straight up a game. Yeah. Um, of course, the longer you're in business, the longer your brand has continuation, the longer you keep things similar and evolve, the better thing other things are going to perform. So just understand, if you disagree with one statement, just wait 10 minutes and you'll agree with the next one. <laughs> okay, but again here, we're talking about True measurability, though, that, that's just the challenge here. Is So, so many factors come into play. Um, and so, let, I think it's really important that we understand why. Yeah, absolutely. Why should we really track? Like, why mm-hmm. is my gut not a good enough judge? Some of y'all are off anyway. Oh, well, yeah. and Or that's the thing that they wanted to turn on marketing-wise, if you will. So, that's what they're going to sell to everyone everyone on their team, that that's what's working. That's what's driving all these leads. Yes, it was my idea. Yeah. Um, and so today I talked to a contractor today and um, she calls me and she's like, so, so I want to do this postcard and I want to talk about, and I was like, wait, wait a minute. So how are you going to keep up with how successful that postcard is? Oh, people will tell us. Oh yeah. People will tell us cause they're going to say, oh, I love that picture of your family on the front. Yeah, ma'am. That was your next door neighbor. And you I'm know, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be like, no. Well, so there's truth there. Like, I can kind of get very conversational about this. There is truth. If you were to mail a postcard out that had your legacy phone number, and that's what I call the phone number that when people had to look up a phone book. So if you were born, what year were you born, Emily? <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. It's going to hurt most of y'all's feelings. I was born in 1990. Okay, I was born in 81, so I'm a little better, but. I remember a phone book. I do remember a phone book. Okay, okay so yeah. well, the number that people had to put in a phone book <laughs> when there was not the great land of Google, mm-hmm. okay, that's a legacy number. That's a number that a lot of businesses have had for a long time, old school, when it didn't matter. When sure, a phone sure. number mattered. Well, and that was the only one that you had, you know. Yes, when a phone number mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, now it doesn't really matter because Google is all things. And so, right. you know, we're, phone books still perform. So, side note, pro tip. Those of you that are in rural markets that still have the opportunity to run phone book ads, run them for one year, put a tracking number in there, and then call me. How much does it generate for McWilliams and Son? I'm going to say I have several clients that probably are generating two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 a year off their phone book ads. Yep. So be mad it's, if you want to. It's still prominent in a lot of areas. But the only way that I know it is from tracking is numbers. from tracking. Mm-hmm. Because it... If not, I would be convinced like everyone else. Now, large metro cities, you know, when you're in these big cities, they don't even have phone books really anymore. But 
we, if you have an opportunity to get in one, I would just put a tracking number. Yeah. Yes, it might cost you three or $4,000. Get in a phone book, put a tracking number, and just see what happens. It's definitely an older demographic, but guess who are loyal, dedicated, non-price shopping potential clients? It's true. Older people. They yeah. seem to have a better, a better view of things. So why do we track is much more what goes back to why do we do anything for marketing? So the real why here is so that we can make good plans for the future. Well, because when we're not tracking, I think we're just being lazy to really dive into and flesh it out and really figure out what's working so that we can make some pivot. We want to just yeah. set it and forget it. Yeah, and you're hitting, a lot of times you're hitting numbers, you're hitting sure. your KPIs. We're staying busy. Yeah, you it's know. fine. But then all of a sudden what happens, you live in Texas and you hit a December mm. and you're like, what happened? <laughs> I'm still spending the same amount of money, but I'm getting less leads. So not only do I have the weather factor coming into play, but I have zero idea what is really working right now. If I needed to dial down or dial up. Now I'm going to tell you most times if you call me, I'm going to tell you to dial up. But well, that, that's what you do. <laughs> because when leads are low, I need to go high. Sure. So that I can find things. And that's when it hurts the most. Yeah, you have the lowest money coming in, but that's when you need it the most. Um, but we're going to sit down and make decisions about your multi-million dollar company on your hundred thousands plural marketing budget off of your gut, John. Yeah. You, just yeah. a, you just ate a chicken fried steak with white gravy on it. Your gut <laughs> is not exactly the best. <laughs> it's not exactly the best judge. And so I'm not trying, I am trying to hurt your feelings today. A lot of times... It is a prideful thing, like you said. Well, sure. we've done that for a long time, and by God, those billboards work. They probably do, and we're not going to track those. See, here comes that track both sides of my mouth situation. Mm -hmm. We're not going to track a billboard directly right, with a phone number because why, Emily? What happens? Well, when you're driving 80 miles down the, down the highway, you can't remember a phone number. The only time I might say is if maybe, possibly, you had a really 1-800 I'm cool or something yes, like yes, something yes. super easy. But think of the but probability. That would be your branding strategy. Absolutely. That'd be part of it. And if yeah. your website is calldrfixit.com or right. callkruger.com, you know, it's part of it. Um, but all, like, think of the probability that someone's going to have their phone out ready in their hand, ready to dial the second they're going to pass that billboard and be able to dial it accurately. And need your services. Well, yes. And like hot dog. It is going to be hot <laughs> when I get home. Scan that billboard for that QR code or call that number. It's like when you say it out loud, you're like, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Well, and this is what I always tell people. Like when I send them a design for a billboard, and they're like, oh, add our, add our locate or our services, our territories that we service and yeah. add this, add our website, all this stuff. I'm like, start read everything on here for me like it takes you 32 seconds to read it out loud to me that's how long it took they can't see that when they're driving that fast even the in the road. slow lane no <laughs> even in the slow lane that and then also like no one needs to know that you take credit cards <laughs> <laughs> when i see that people put that little visa and mastercard icon like on their billboards yeah. and stuff like no <laughs> offense visa and mastercard i think you should take credit cards <laughs> i'm just saying like that is like even that little because i'm terrible with measurements i don't know inches but it's probably a foot or two by the time you're looking at it on a billboard, is wasted space. Well, and I think people think that they just have to tell them every single thing that yes. they do and every possible way they might could get a hold of you. And no, you've just lost it all. No, you need to be branding yourself for what you want to be known for. Maybe your website. Yeah. Visit infinitytxair.com. Whatever. But not... Don't at, do backslash, trying to drive them no. to some landing page. And not at 832-764-XX52, whatever. No. Like, just flipping, calm down. 
And so those are not trackable. But but you also understand that and like branding is all part of your marathon long-term strategy. People don't need heating and air conditioning all the time. They don't care about it until they do. Yes. So you want to have been laying in their mind all of those times up until that point. I see your billboards. That's more what you're going to see. So tracking side to me, for talking mass media, so we're talking traditional radio broadcasting, Mm -hmm. traditional TV, so like old school. I know those of you that don't have any imagination of what this could actually be. Before people cut the cord, we were talking about you've got the direct TVs and you've got all all the different ways to watch cable and broadcast TV. So we're talking about that. um, And we're talking about um, billboards and things like that. Those things are, you want to hear. I love your new commercial. I love your jingle. I love your billboards. I see you everywhere. I hear it all the time. So you know what? Ideally, you should see a lot of those answers coming from people that call your website number because they are directly searching you because of your branding. Not just a heating and air conditioning company. They're searching yes. for you. Yes, and and that is golden. You want that every day, all day. Um, we'll take that. So tracking is power, and it's knowledge that lets us make like really informed decisions on mm-hmm. when we need to pivot. Um, we can't take it lightly, and we can't be wimpy. Like, I need y'all to just not be a dork. Like, if it's not working... If it's not working, it's not working. Like, why are we holding on to things that aren't working? Sure. Um, and I... I'll tell you this, I'm not a I'm not a puddle jumper, so I don't want to dabble over here and then a week later I'm trying to pull it out, pull, you know, pull away from it. But what I am saying is if I'm gonna run a local magazine and that local magazine in my town is fifteen hundred dollars a month, I'm gonna give it three to four months, but then I should start seeing some sort of return. Sure. Have I if, gotten anything? Correct. Yeah. And then I need to make one of two choices. I either have to be okay that I'm supporting local and I'm using it as a brand, change the whole look and feel of the ad placement. Or I need to pull it mm-hmm. because I need to pivot and I need to take that same $1,500 and allocate it, allocate it, excuse me, over here to Google Local Services or something else that's working. But it gives you knowledge sure. to make the decision. Well, and to have a an estimated best guess. You know, like yes. it's all a guess, really. I mean, it's I don't it's think a game. This is but, working. Well, right. Sir, you know, I mean, that's, that's or ma'am. Yeah. So, what are some ways that we can actually track performance? So, we know we can't completely track all of our branding efforts or things like that. Some of our the overall things, but there are some that we do truly want to track. So what are those specifics of how we can do it? Yeah, so you're right. So not every single thing that you do has direct and definable results, Mm -hmm. okay? But when they do, so you just can't take your eye off the ball. So right now, hot topic, digital. Digital, in case I didn't say that Texas enough for y'all. but Well, and it'll be a hot topic for a while. Yes, okay? it it's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, two years that we've been rolling through some of this, and it's still a hot topic. All roads lead to the internet. Absolutely. Here's my opinion on tracking digital. You need to track to your comfort level. Now, this is not a popular opinion because people want to push and pull every single piece of digital. Yeah, I don't encourage contractors to be so deep in the weeds of what digital ad is performing at what time of the day, on what day of the week, and all of that. I think you need to trust the professionals to do that. Because you'll drive yourself crazy if you're yes. going to do that. Like, yes. Absolutely. Well, you just, and then you don't even know what to do with the information, really. The majority of contractors don't, okay, so this ad's not performing. Just um, so you can gripe at the digital marketer, you know. <laughs> and the digital marketer's going to give you a reason that's low performing. or So there's, it, it's one of those games that I don't like to play, but I will tell you what I do like to do here. What I would do is get a good digital vendor partner. And we've had multiple of them on our show. We have multiple of them that we work with on the daily um, that are great. 
And so what you want to do is you need to have an upfront and honest conversation with that digital provider that says, hey, this is how much I know about digital. And I I kind of know what I'm talking about here. And so I want to track this deep. Mm -hmm. So on my branding digital ads, I want to run, can we point to this tracking number? Yeah. On my maintenance digital ads, I want to do this number. For those of you that just kind of want to know, okay, I've given this company $3,500 a month and I want to, I don't care how many campaigns they built out of that $3,500. And now I just want to see what did that give me an ROI? Because overall, I really would like a five to six, 10 time multiplier on that spend. Um, then you don't. You can have one tracking number because sure. that's that's as deep as your education goes. Well, and that's just the conversation that you need to have. Yes, be willing, know what you want and what you're expecting, and then communicate that to your vendor partner. And then, so if you're with a CRM that allows you to pull in those tracking numbers, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna lie, I am partial to CRMs um, like the Service Titan, the Field Edges, all of those that have some sort of integration with tracking numbers. Um, I saw that Sarah has one coming out now with call rail integration and things like that because you take out the guesswork of the actual return on the investment. Yep, yep. So a lot of times you can have great things off of phone numbers and like how many calls they generated, but then you as the contractor have to turn around and go back and dig to sure. find the actual revenue. That's real money to it, yeah. Versus, so let's use Service Titan, and y'all know I'm a huge fan of Service Titan, and they got their issues, so does everybody, but... Um, on, I don't. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just you kidding. haven't cried today. Not today. Look at there. <laughs> Look at the Lord. Uh, so we have the opportunity with Service Titan to have true and measure, measurable ROI. So you can get way all kinds mm-hmm. of deep information. And for marketers, like that is your jam. Sure. Right? So if that's your place, you go for it. If that's not your place, if you're not that deep in the weeds, then you need to find a good digital partner. Or even... You're not that deep yet. Like, you got to start. You can't start in the deep end. You got to start in the shallow end and kind of work your way there. Yeah. You know, like at Christmas, how your kids are like, I want this, this. When your kids are young and my kids are old, so it doesn't get any better, I have to tell you. So Mm. now instead of them wanting a ton of crap, for lack of a better phrase, my kids want a few things that are all like five to a thousand dollars a piece. (laughs) Yeah. My kids, you get them a Snickers bar and they're like, oh my gosh. No, my kids want Yeezys. No, (laughs) not like, like mom, (laughs) can I have this, you know, $1,500 set of golf clubs, you know? So Mm. a lot of times I have to remind my kids of where they are. <laughs> okay, like I need to remind you, like who who I am. I don't know what you think, but we live reason, in Dyball, yeah. Texas, son. <laughs> the reason I want to say this or relate this back to this is, a lot of times we start off and we want all the goodies. Yeah, we can't afford all the goodies. No, I mean, so that's don't it. be shocked when your digital provider comes back and says, "Oh, you want to play in the PPC game in the middle of Tulsa, Oklahoma, San Antonio, Texas, Los Angeles, California, Dallas, Texas." $25,000 a month. Oh. And y'all are like, I don't spend $25,000 a whole year. Yeah. Okay. So you can't, you got to know what game you can play. Mm-hmm. And then when you're on the right court, if you will, then let's start tracking. And to your point, then you start elevating right. and building. So I say it all the time too. It's like building a cake. Building a cake is very much not correct. Baking a cake. You could build a cake with I your guess. multiple layers. Okay, okay, okay. So building And we need a layers, a you layered do. approach to your marketing tactics. You do, yeah. and you need a good, solid foundation. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, and again, we just recorded a podcast about this, digital, just start with SEO, like a good yeah. website that's yeah. SEO optimized. Get a little Google local services going. Mm-hmm. Get a little PPC. Make sure you got all. Then you start getting wild and free over here at the frat party, okay? <laughs> 
But right now, some of y'all have never even built out your foundation. You jumped to the frat party. So some of y'all are why kids fell out of college. Okay, y'all, <laughs> y'all went straight to the party yeah. and didn't worry about the foundation. And that's why tracking is important because as you build, you know what's working and what's not working. So that's digital. Postcards, super easy. Yeah. Two things, tracking numbers. So if I'm going to run a consistent direct mail campaign that I pretty much am running a maintenance offer and a replacement offer pretty consistently on a consistent mail plan. Now, consistent is all relative. Some of you are consistently mailing weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever. I would say my postcards have one tracking number and my replacement side or my water heater conversion pieces going from tank to tankless, those or trenchless marketing, things like that. All of those would go into one tracking number because at the end of the year, I want to know that I spent X amount of dollars on on the effort to get me in the door on a replacement yeah. piece or on a maintenance piece. If I try to just beat myself up every week, well, this drop didn't perform and this drop, oh, this drop performed great. Really, you need to be looking at it holistic, holistically. Sure, yeah. Now there's this thing about the, putting the QR codes on there. So those of you that have the online schedulers, right, when you have online schedulers, you can put a QR code, you know, for those of you that aren't as fancy, you know, the little thing that you scan, right? Which you pull got out really, your smartphone. Which got really popular during COVID. Like, everybody had to figure out how well, to look at a menu. The QR code <laughs> made a comeback. Yeah. It did. It, yeah. it was the comeback kit of 2021, <laughs> I guess. Um, it sure did, because it was about dead. It was dead for a while. <laughs> and then everybody was like, what is this fancy thing? Well, it came back out in the smartphone update. Like, you could use it with your camera. You didn't have to have a special app for it, yeah. you know. so who wants another app? I don't have memory because of my kids anyway. Oh, I sure gosh. didn't want to put another app. So, again, QR codes are super cool. Mm-hmm. I love them. They take you to the, a direct place. Exactly where you want them cool. to go. The tricky part is... Now you're removing the consumer from dialing the number, and now they're going to dial wherever they land. Now, if you've got your life together, we can have the same phone number on that landing page that you're directing them to and on the postcard. Sure. But then if you're like me, you kind of want to know, did they call the phone number or did they actually scan the QR code, land on a landing page, and call that number? So you kind of have to think that out. Um, but there are ways to track that. Again, you should not wake up and go, we got all these leads because of direct mail and you really do not know that for sure. Right, right. Um, the other thing that does, too, is allow you the opportunity to dive into, like, actuals. So how many times were people calling off of, let's say you go out there with a crazy offer, a $29 water heater check, and you decide you're going to you're gonna play this game of being the cheap man in the market. Let's say you're brand new. You're just trying to get any kind of lead movement. So you're going to be the low man. So you throw this $29 offer out there, and you have like a 20% close rate on booking that. That's that's a good case study for you to know. No matter how good your CSR team was, people that called that number were a terrible lead. Yeah. It was low. They didn't even want to pay anything, you know. So it lets you know that it wasn't your team. Your team nailed it. It was the offer, and it was that card, and it was that audience. We would not or know that. Or that time of year, maybe even. Yeah, because you, know? you would probably say, well, we got a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. But really, what that tracking number, then you can know, we got these specific calls. We couldn't book these specific calls. This tells the whole story. We're getting the whole picture here. And um, I, I just think a lot of times we get real flippant with it. Well, and more so than just measuring the revenue, like you can really use these tracking resources as training tools for your team. Yes. 
I mean, that's a huge part of it. Yeah, and even, like, when you get ready next year and you look back and say, okay, what was really successful? And for those of you that are on Service Titan and you run the um, go look at your marketing dashboard and you're like, oh, my postcard did really well. And you go back and look and then you can even go back and listen to those calls. Like, what Mm -hmm. were they saying when they call? Um, Also, those of you that have a CRM that allow the um, customizable field to be added. So now, like at a lot of the companies that Lemonseed works with, they don't really jack, I say jack with it. They don't really mess with how the client calls the actual phone. So if you call from a postcard, I'm still going to ask you, well, Miss Miss Lincoln, how'd you hear about us? And you're going to say, oh, I, I see y'all's vans in my neighborhood all the time. Yeah. So they're going to say it's your vans. And it was, that played a part in it. But what number did they call? Sir, they just called off the postcard. Yeah. And when yeah. you ask them, how did you hear about us? They relayed that to the to the van, so I'm like, that tells a story. Sure, yeah, that's oh, a I great one. Like, like that tells a story. Like they've been seeing your vans in that market. They got your direct mail, and they made a move. They made a decision. They became a client. But it was a long term strategy of them seeing it over and over. That probably wasn't the very first postcard they've ever gotten from you either. Correct. You know, because yes. we also know same thing as a billboard. You're not going to have your phone out ready to dial it that second. Guess what? The day that that postcard comes in their mailbox is probably not the day it broke, yes. you know? Like hot dog. I have, I mean, I walked <laughs> into my house and it was 95 degrees and look at this postcard I got. <laughs> Thank goodness. No, I'm not going to say that, that technology won't eventually get there. Like it will deploy. Like your thermostat <laughs> will deploy a direct mail piece that by the time you get home, it's showing virtually in your phone. Amazon, door. get on that. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yes. Can you hear us? We probably should trademark it, but at the end of the day, what we're what I want for contractors is visibility yeah. and knowledge and mm-hmm. power. And so you you start working with someone like Lemonseed and you call us and you're like, hey, what can y'all do for me? I'm going to say knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Let's get in here. Let's dig around. Let's figure out where you're spending money and let's start tracking. So at the very least, get a call rel account set up. Converse is another option. Um, set up those custom fields. Make sure your CSRs are asking how you heard about it. Make sure that you're documenting and then you compare, compare, compare. Um, And no, no, contractor, owner, you don't have time to do all of it. You don't. Let a professional do it before you beat your head up against this wall. And when you sit down to plan, that's when you need to focus on those things. But you need to be pivoting in real time. If you don't know that July is a bad month until August the 5th, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And so here we go. You know, I can just get on that that tangent too. But so short-ish and sweet today. Yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah, this is good. It's not our normal hour-long conversation. Just a little sip. Well, it's just short and sweet because it's not hard. It's not. And just get started. There's so many different options of how you can do it. And like you said, having that knowledge that you can pivot, it is powerful. And it'll help guide your decisions. Yes, don't overthink it. And if you need help setting up tracking numbers. Just call them and see. Yeah, call us. That's one of the first (laughs) things I tell my account managers. Get their tracking under control. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just it's one of the most underutilized pieces of LCRMs that I see. Yep. So, all right. Well, I think it has been a great episode today. We hope it's just been a little power shot for those of you that may not be home service industry. Remember, you too should be tracking every single lead and giving feedback to your vendors and keeping those up to date so that you can pivot when you need to pivot. Yep. If you like this episode, please leave us a review, share it with a friend. We'd really appreciate it. So, As always, thanks for sipping some lemonade. Bye.